The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. Dr. Kathy Greenberg is with us today. And between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. You know, we're always trying to bring you new information, things that can help you perform better. But also, if you lead a team or if you're on a team, what are the things that will help you move forward or move your team forward? And so today, uh, we're going to be talking with Gary Miller, and we're excited about that. Gary is the author of a book called Taming Chaos. We all have chaos in, in our life, and this is a book about decision-making and consequences. So I'm going to give you a little bit of the intro and then uh, tell you about Gary and then uh, bring on Kathy. So as a part of this taming chaos, it's a, it's a parable, how can teenagers learn to decide when taking a risk is worth it? When brother and sister, Jimmy and Carly, find a sacred, wounded, and huge dog in the woods, they're not sure whether to risk helping her. This question launches Carly and Jimmy on an adventure that leads them to learning a revolutionary approach to making decisions. Teenage readers will finish decision-making fable, Taming Chaos, equipped to tackle difficult life choices with confidence. Taming Chaos, then, is a fable for teenage students teaching step-by-step system for facing life's big and small decisions with confidence and a calm mind. When life throws challenges at you, you need to know when to swing and when to duck. Join Carly and Jimmy on a journey into life's most challenging uncertainty. So Gary, the author of Taming Chaos, we have here today, and um, he is the owner It's a locally uh, owned and operated insurance company in the historic Springhouse in Fort Washington, Pennsylvania. So Gary's, uh, the Miller Financial Group is committed to providing quality insurance products for individuals and businesses. Gary Miller and the Miller Group combine their strong insurance background and product knowledge to assist both current and future clients manage to manage and plan for all types of potential risk. He is a prior military professional. We're going to hear a little bit more about that, and it's kind of how Gary's experience, you know, as a business owner and how he's taking that into decision-making can be very helpful. So let me just say a word about uh, Kathy. Kathy, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great, really. It's uh, good to be here today. I think we're going to have an exciting show. Um, frankly, whenever we do a show like this, 
I feel a little bit like Carly and Jimmy, which we'll find a little bit more about um, when we talk to Gary. Um, every show for me is uh, an exciting show, but I think uh, when we talk about how people learn decision-making, uh, some of the emotional intelligence components that you and I talk about and, uh, you know, the, the positive psychology that underlies that, we're going to hear a parable today that incorporates all of those types of traits uh, that leaders need to have. And we know that we are developing leaders at a younger and younger age, and we're teaching a lot more. Uh, we, we teach them through anti-bullying programs. We teach them through global emotional intelligence programs through companies like Six Seconds. Uh, we teach it to military paramilitary and industry professionals using the EQI 2.0. Um, we, we have had a, an array of experiences. And I think today the simple conversation about a dog named Chaos and how to, uh, you know, how to tame it is going to be a really practical application of all of these learnings in uh, a very simple 45-minute format. So I hope everybody's geared up to listening to Gary Miller talk about Taming Chaos and the story of Carly and Jimmy. Well, Kathy, that sounds great, given the work that you and I do all the time, working with executives and leaders, you know, about uh, how do they make decisions, how do we make good decisions, how do we have other people uh, execute those decisions. So, um, And then also... We know we learn best by stories, so I'm excited to hear about Taming Chaos. Yeah. Well, you know what? Before we jump in here, um, can I just uh, do a quick introduction of you for those of us um, who know you? Obviously, we love you, but I'd love to make sure that everybody in our audience today knows who you are and maybe a little bit about what's been going on with our show, how we are you know, going into uh, an exciting opportunity here to share Gary's story, but I want to make sure... We're all familiar with each other. So before we get started, let me introduce you to my dearest friend, uh, somebody who is very close to me and somebody who I admire greatly, my co-host, Dr. Relly Nadler. And Relly is a master-level certified executive coach, as many of you know. He's a psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer. And, uh, of course, Relly brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. And, of course, Relly's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performance across industries, including yours. And his Leadership Keys Field Guide is available on Amazon as a book and an e-book and a free iApp, which has just been upgraded. And it's called Leadership Keys as well. You can get videos and really great snapshots of information uh, and you can find it all at your app store. He has a popular blog on psychology today with over 145,000 leads. And um, you can use his app not only to help you get better, but you can measure your EQ and get free resources from his EI Central site. All you need to do is text EI Central. That's E-I-C-E-N-T-R-A-L to this number, 38470, okay, EI Central to 38470, or visit him at truenorthleadership.com, and you'll get hundreds of tips and tools and techniques 
to be your best, applying leadership keys, applying emotional intelligence, and applying lessons learned from his years of experience and his fantastic book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence. So uh, hopefully, uh, Relly, um, your well, phone will be pinging away soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Kathy. So I, I appreciate that. So let me uh, scratch your back in kind of the same way, especially for uh, folks who don't know Kathy. You know, Kathy uh, and I have been doing this show, I think we're in the 10th year, and we're the number two rated uh, business show on uh, Voice America. And, you know, over the last four years or so, and this number is an ever-growing number, but we've had about a million downloads. And so we keep getting the stats. And, and not just for this one show that we have, but you can go back, and these are all archived on Voice America. And also you can sign up uh, for these podcasts on iTunes. So, Kathy, I've known, and we've been doing this, as I said, for 10, ten years uh, she coaches leading executives and entire companies on her proven work-life strategies based on positive psychology, now called the science of courage. She has been named the first lady of happiness and now the first lady of fearless living by ABC TV. She's authored multiple popular books on the science of happiness, including a New York Times bestseller, What Happy Working Mothers Know. She's in touch with... Uh, millions as an in-demand speaker, TV, radio, and media personality. She has uh, has been a founder of four different consultancies, three leadership institutes, and she actively supports behavioral research while offering friendly tips and tools to do your best work. Kathy also has a uh, free iPhone app called Your Happiness Now, and you can go to the App Store and get that. You can see her glowing, uh, smiling face and some of the uh, great information that she has. Her most recent best-selling book is based on her work with special operations, sports athletes, global executives, entitled Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus. It's available on Amazon, and it has a fully integrated uh, software platform to help you and your teams become fearless leaders. So there's a bunch of tools and information, and you can get all this information at www.fearlessleadersquiz. Dot com and that's fearlessleadersquiz.com. You can take a free leadership-style quiz and receive free downloads and access to your true talents for lifelong satisfaction and performance. So as you can see, both Kathy and I are, are in the business to help you. We have a lot of free things uh, to help you move forward. You know, Raleigh, I just want to mention, um, you said that we have a lot of shows out there, probably well over, <coughs> pardon me, 400 shows at this point. And um, it's funny, the production team at Voice America, every once in a while, asks us, you know, with these iTunes downloads and the fact that we get over a million downloads, you know, why don't you charge even, you know, 99 cents for a download of a show? And quite frankly, we have said no. You know, we do this because uh, we have a passion for the subject and because we want people to have access to the information for free. And it's it's fascinating to me that people often want to make money uh, off of information, or as you and I like to call it, infotainment, and we just refuse to do it. And we just have a philosophy in life uh, that if we can help educate people, if we can help create awareness by one radio show, and you can listen to it for free, then good on 
us and good on the people who are receiving the information and keep paying it forward. So thank you to our audience for sticking with us for 10 years and making us the number two ranked show on the Business America um, Voice America Network and um, really thank all of you for uh, understanding that our value proposition is providing you with quality content, quality thought leaders, and quality application of tools and tips from our heart to yours. Rally, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, We'll be right back. Don't go away. You're going to listen to a great guy, Gary Miller. He's going to be talking about his newest book to help teens make decisions. I think it applies to adults as well. Don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're 
listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to <clears throat> Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. So we're talking with Gary Miro, who wrote Taming Chaos. And Gary, maybe uh, welcome to our show. Thank you. And Glad to be maybe here. Maybe say a little bit for, about uh, your background, because I know uh, we had talked a little bit about the Miller Financial Group, but a little bit about your background, and then maybe <clears throat> we always ask this question, who's influenced you the most as a leader? And then we have a series of questions you know, about your book and decision-making that we really want to kind of pick your brain about and help our audience know more about it. Certainly. Well... I would say uh, my father. Uh, my father is part of the greatest generation, having fought at the end of uh, World War II. Uh, Dad graduated locally from a high school called Germantown. Dad was class president. Uh, my mom was class vice president. And when he graduated in '45, three weeks, he was down to Florida training for the invasion of mainland Japan. On a boat, and while he was on a boat in the Atlantic, obviously the following month uh, in August, we know what President Harry Truman decided to do, and so he was diverted to uh, Europe. And uh, Dad started our family insurance practice Mm -hmm. right out of his home in 1948. Mm -hmm. Uh, He never went to college, and uh, he was just a leader, kind of a guy that uh, I think Whenever somebody asked me what's my father's legacy, it was basically uh, building a family that he never had because his parents divorced at a very young age, and he was determined to grow a family, and uh, he raised six children, and all the sons went to West Point, and all the sons have sons that graduated from West Point. So my dad was a buck sergeant at the end of the Second World War, and we're American patriots and a military family and proud of it. And. uh Really, that's how um, Gary and I met. Yeah. Uh, to be to be candid, Gary and I are both uh, members uh, at the uh, Union League of Philadelphia and uh, on the Armed Services Council. I sit with one of Gary's uh, finest employees, a gentleman by the name of uh, Bill Schindler, and we uh, became fast friends several years ago. Uh, Bill introduced me to Gary, and um, it's been an amazing. Uh, whirlwind of experiences like that. You know, like I said, there's six degrees of separation and you keep finding the wonderful human beings who, like us, want to serve our community in some meaningful way. And I think Gary uh, has not only an excellent team of, of people who are really committed, as, as he says uh, in his, uh, his marketing material, committed to providing quality insurance products for individuals and businesses, but he has a very strong background uh, not only in the product knowledge of insurance, but in the formula needed for decision-making. And, and, Gary, I think that's really where we're taking this conversation today. It's about risk and how to mitigate risk. And, and the psychology of risk and the economics of risk are very important. A lot of people, especially in today's economy, overlook the psychological variables, the behavioral economics that are essential to helping people make good decisions. And I think we're missing the mark 
with our young people. Um, recently, I was out at Valley Forge Military Academy, and I know you do a lot of work with West Point. I'm just curious, how did you get into the business of decision-making coming from the background uh, that you've shared with us? Well, interestingly enough, uh, in my graduate studies, when I got my MBA in risk management, uh, my professor, uh, Dr. Mosh Parat, uh, we learned that uh, he fought in the uh, six-day Arab-Israeli conflict in 1967. He was a field artillery officer, just like I was. And now Mosh is the dean of the Fox School of Business. I was invited to teach. I'm on the faculty there as an adjunct. And a course that I taught uh, for over 10 years is called An Introduction to Risk Management. It's a required course for all undergrads. And when I sat back and looked at my mission and responsibilities, it basically was a decision-making course. And I had a twofold purpose that uh, many schools, juniors looking for college, looking for business, are naturally inclined to go to marketing, finance, accounting, human resource, entrepreneurship, but nobody chose risk management. So I figured if I skipped a generation and wrote a story that would talk about decision-making from a risk but also a subjective basis, uh, maybe I could have a family conversation that might encourage some interest in our discipline because right now we always have to recruit from the freshmen and the sophomores. And then I felt the need, because I have some family members that are in education, and basically I was pitching to the superintendents in our county here in Pennsylvania, a suburban county of Philadelphia, and I pitched all the 22 superintendents and said, listen, everybody knows that we're all trying to raise up critical thinkers, but at the expense of all the critical thinking disciplines, we've shoved a lot of life skills out of the classroom. And I pointed out to them that even with Common Core, which I'm not a fan of, even in our state of Pennsylvania, there's a curriculum already approved for teaching middle school students how to make decisions, understanding risk, uncertainty. And I pointed that out to them, and many were surprised. But now I'm in 10 schools. A lot of them are middle schools, and we're now seeing that they're trying to find some space because it's very crowded with the STEM subjects, but they're trying to find space because I believe it's now time to stop allowing the laboratory of life experiences with parents such as you and I. We learned the hard way, but let's formalize it and teach it. And so that's what I was intent on doing. So I had a twofold purpose, teaching risk, how to make decisions, bring it into education, and then Within industry, I think my own industry has failed pretty poorly in getting the message out to the consumer. And when you look at the current health care debate, you see even legislators, lawmakers, not able to communicate what's going on with their constituents. So we have two levels of intellect clashing. And I think to me personally, this explains why we have not been successful in getting a meaningful, affordable well-purposed reform for healthcare, which I can certainly touch upon later on. Hmm. So, so Gary, I'm really intrigued to hear this, especially um, around decision making. And it sounds like the at the Fox School, Moshe, that you mentioned, probably is a disciple of uh, Daniel Kahneman and, and Amos Tversky. I'm, I'm imagining, given what you said about being in the Six Day War, and um, <clears throat> is that part of the of the background? 
kind of how we make well, decisions he's a, he's in a very the bright individual. work? Yep. Uh, he, has, uh, he has been the dean of the Fox School since 1996. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was prior to that the chair of the Risk Management Insurance Department, which I became a part of after he gave up that. He's the one who invited me to come in and teach back in 2002. And uh, he's a, a very smart, bright, uh, I wouldn't call him an academic. I think he's an educator with a business dimension, and he's really grown Temple. A lot of suburban schools around Temple and Philadelphia have this old view that it's a tough neighborhood, broad street school, but if you go down there and see all the infrastructure changes, he's really invested in education for all the good reasons. So with kind of your background on that, um, say a little bit about the taming of the chaos, how that came about, and, you know, uh, we're talking about decision-making and influence and kind of in a, in why in a story in a Powerball did you think that was the best, the best way to, to reach folks, and then we'll get into well, I think, uh, your step. Well, I think, you know, being a faith guy, I think... Uh, I know that parables are stories that teach important lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word chaos, interestingly enough, uh, my wife and I, we looked at uh, ways to integrate that. So later on in the story, you see uh, Carly and Jimmy arrive at this dog's name. At first, they didn't even know it was a female. Uh, and so what we decided was, if you take the letters of chaos, the first two letters are CH, choices. The third letter, A, about. Fourth letter, O, objective and subjective. So we felt Hmm. that if we're going to communicate and educate young people today to understand certainty or uncertainty, uh, the nature of risk, I think the nature of risk is very complex, especially in my business. We felt that uh, why not call the dog chaos because... Chaos being a female, that was by design because I think females give birth to ideas, birth to life. And I felt felt that uh, chaos would be an appropriate name. And mm-hmm. Carly and Jimmy and the family just go through all the six steps and teach each other and mom and dad how that decisions are made because decisions do have consequences. I do believe that decisions determine our destiny in so many ways. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents, unfortunately, are vicariously living through their children, not allowing them to make decisions, being that you and I know we're all emotionally wired for the most part. It's tougher work, harder work to uh, try to also bring into the consideration of the mix of possibilities the quantitative or the analytical side. So I tried to balance that in my storyline. Well, Gary, we're going to come back from a quick break to learn more about how taming chaos can make a difference in the decision-making and risk analysis and consequences that people need to understand about, not just to teenagers, and it's not just for teenagers, but certainly um, applicable to teaching them. So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. 
Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with Gary Miller. Here and Gary, maybe uh, at this point, before we ask you the next question, what's the best way to to get a hold of you or 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 your book or website? Well, um, my website is uh, www. amazonmilleriapro. So www.miapro.com. Okay. Uh, my email is gary at miapro.com, and. Uh, I can also be reached on Amazon. Oh, good, good. Then we can get the book there. All right. So part of this is about this decision-making, what we're all excited about, and what you said earlier, you know, about it. We're making decisions. Is it subjective? Is it objective? Um, we're making decision-makings um, constantly. You know, some of the research I've seen, we're making as many as 35,000 decisions in a day. I mean, many of those are, you know, really minor um, but, you know, we're making decisions all day long. So what are your six steps in making decision-making and making decisions? Well, I'll tell you, the first one is really, I think, as any first step would be, very important, and it's recognizing and identifying what the possibilities or alternatives that we're considering. I spoke to uh, over 100 sixth graders back in February, and uh, I said, you know, it's okay if somebody is expecting you to consider an alternative to make a decision to say, you know what, I don't have enough information to make a decision. So my point was is that I think not just young people, young adults, but also adults, we often, because of so many tools 
and technology, we often feel like we have to make the decision right then and now. And I told them that the element of time is often time squandered, but it's also time, often time misused. So I, I think one of the things that we try to do is help young people today, knowing they don't make decisions always in their best interest, realize that time is an important consideration. And if you don't feel like you have to make the decision now, it takes a lot of courage to tell an adult, a coach, listen, please, give me a little bit more time. And oh, the worst thing that can happen is somebody says, well, I need you to make a decision. Then you just, with your best information that you have, you know, make a decision. Mm-hmm. So I think recognizing that time is also an individual consideration based upon age and other factors, I think that is so important because we, like the map, if you don't know where your origin is, how can you get to your destination? And my first day of class every semester, I would ask the students to write down the answer to the question, who am I? How many of you have written a personal mission statement? And I said, I've learned from hard experiences that it can be a very painful life existence if you don't know who you are because you could wake up every day miserable. You've got to find something that's going to be suiting your passions. So a very important decision is to recognize where you are before you can seek out the destination that you want to go. Secondly, uh, you have to consider both the subjective and the objective. And as you are both involved in emotional intelligence quotients and leadership, I think uh, leadership is very, very evident that, you know, having read the book Good to Great, uh, John Collins made the point that it's level five leaders that make great companies. And basically, as you go up a servant leader style, they understand that leadership is emotional to get people to follow you. And you've got to give credit to those when things go well and you look in the mirror and say, hey, why didn't I set them up for success? So I think uh, when you look at subjective things, I find in my business that I've got to manage the, the psychology, the personalities of the clients or prospective clients because I know I'm talking about a very complex discipline and basically it's not tangible. When you talk about risk, you can't chew it, you can't touch it, but you certainly know there's things like worry, value, and anxiety. And then the other point is risk can be quantified. Not all risk can be quantified, but uncertainty and risk can be quantified. And in my discipline, I think that's an aspect that I think the consumer has not been taught because when you think about the auto insurance policy that you're certainly going to buy, you know the most important consideration right now is do I have enough money in my checkbook to pay the premium? But if you don't have any losses, you don't have any real experience as to whether you bought a good plan of protection against the risk that you were trying to protect. So I think um, if I fail to tell people that risk can be quantified, then I have failed my job. And I think the industry, we're great at getting premium into the treasury, but after we get the premium into the treasury, I think many brokers, intermediaries, and risk bearers, insurance companies, we fail to explain to a point where we can connect the consumer as to why they're buying insurance. Gary, this Thirdly, is... Thirdly, yeah. 
I, I was just going to say, yeah, I don't want to cut you off, so you can go ahead and finish yeah. that, that statement. But I, I, I'm kind of interested in getting on to, um, when you're done, uh, how you recently offered your professional expertise and leadership and uh, obviously your willingness to serve America uh, in, uh, in President Trump's um, need for health care reform. So maybe when you're finished going through the, the numerics of the stages you're going through, you can kind of go into that conversation. Because I think these I will two quickly, I will quickly really get there because that... Yeah. Yeah. That's neat, Kathy. Thank you for that opportunity. I will. Uh, the third step is uh, analyzing and quantifying the uh, possibilities and the probabilities. I think another word for probabilities is likelihoods. And uh, the only picture I have in my book is a bell curve, and there's a definite intended mission as to why I did that, because probabilities many times when you just think about the, the death event. When you're young, you never think you're going to die. When you're old, well, it, it's going to happen. It's a little bit closer at hand, but uh, you can see that age has a big factor, and so does the emotional perception of your reality. Fourth, once we get the possibilities and analyze them, we rank them, and we hopefully will rank the most likely pathway we want to travel at the top, and then we make a choice with all the subjective and objective considerations. And once we make that choice, we decide and act upon it. I think, you know, it doesn't always have to be acted upon, but I think action translates into some type of consequence. And we look at cost, benefits, uh, risk management. When you look at it simply is you either avoid it you don't like the amusement rides or you control it, stay in good health, or you finance, which is insurance. And then finally, you evaluate and you adjust. So it keeps recycling. With uh, President Trump, I, on two occasions, uh, I mailed my book. I've mailed letters to uh, the key chair people of House Ways and Means, uh, Paul Ryan, uh, Vice President Pence, um, I haven't gotten any responses, um, but that's okay. Uh, I really feel very convicted that it's going to happen. I don't know if uh, they got all the votes they need this week to get it, but even if they get it passed in the House, it's still going to have to go to the Senate, and I think there's a lot of challenges that they're going to have to worry about, especially the financial considerations of health care. And fundamentally, my message is that... Until we understand that insurance is a risk system that requires underwriting, right now we have a social system, and you've heard the expression death spiral. Well, the risk pools, even with federal subsidies, are collapsing under their own weight because we haven't underwritten it. And underwriting means that you know everybody can't pay the same premium. I think even Medicare, I'm 65, and why should I pay $900 every quarter, which is probably close to what my mother, who's going to be 89, pays every quarter? You know, it's, it's more than just being a system of social equity. And if there's going to be risk involved, I think even with pre-existing conditions, I think we can develop a system that is going to be fair and affordable, well-purposed, but it's going to have to take time that we've got to educate the population, citizens need to know, and there's been no transparency by the lawmakers. They're all, you know, they go back and when they get intimidated by the crowds, they, they don't take the time to push back and say, listen, 
let's have a class on this. You know, it's too fast-paced. And if you don't have an educated consumer, how can you even have a realistic opportunity to put together a, a good piece of legislation? Well, that goes back to, you know, one of the things that you're saying, you know, is your uh, time frame, you know, your number one in decision-making. And so a lot of the things that we're talking about with the healthcare is kind of motivated by trying to get a win. And are, and are we trying to get a win so fast that we're not necessarily given enough time to let it really develop? Very key, Relly. I'm glad you picked that up because I was going to use that, and that is so critical. And you know what? It's tough, it's tough to get through to the public official that's made a career out of it. Right. And uh, I think I and my voice, uh, I think I've given them an opportunity to consider me, but I know the bureaucracy. So I'm a, a small potato. Uh, I just hope I can elevate my, yeah. my cause at the right time. But you're right, Relly. Right on. Well, so just before we go to the next break, can you just maybe, you know, you know, I was writing down the six steps, but just to make sure I didn't miss any of them, can you just kind of run through them? Yes, sir. First, recognize, identify the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Second, consider the subjective and objective factors. Yeah. Third, you analyze, quantify all their likelihoods or probabilities, so that's kind of like the quantifying step. Mm-hmm. Fourth, you determine what would be the appropriate weighting, ranking of all those possibilities. Right. And fifth, you make a choice. You know, you can make a choice. You may say your decision is going to combine number one, number two, and number three. It doesn't always have to be just the top right. pathway. You can combine. And you act upon them. And finally, the sixth one is evaluate and adjust depending on the outcomes. I think we have to make behavioral modifications uh, because behavioral modifications and behavioral economics suggest that sometimes our consequences that we see lay out require an adjustment. And it's just, you know, we're not a, a perfect world, and that's just the way life is. You know, it, it's funny. I remember, um, and I'm sure you guys uh, may have similar stories, when my daughter first got her driver's license, and we always said, you know, hey, this is the deal. Um, you need to be able to make your car insurance payment, and, you know, the rest of it will help you with. But if you can't, you know, if you can't afford your portion, you know, of these payments, you're not going to be able to have a car. You know, you have to be responsible for um, the things that you want in life. You know, we, we try to teach them if, through contribution theory, if you will, <laughs> that they can have mm-hmm. a piece of something if they'll uh, work with us on uh, managing and paying for it. So uh, we're going like to go to a quick stick. break. Yep. But I think when we, uh, when we get back, I'd like you to kind of walk me through very quickly as a parent how the story in Taming Chaos helped a, a teenager, somebody who has some rational thinking, because we know they, they're still in maturing state, but how they can walk through that story and understand why it's important to under, underwrite, if you will, their own success by contributing. Because I don't think a lot of kids get that. We'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News.
market's up or down. Or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint by the numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, Books and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Gary Miller the author of Taming Chaos, and then we also want to mention there's a Taming Chaos workbook uh, and leader's discussion guide to help bring about some of these steps, you know, especially for middle school uh, students. And so, um, Gary, maybe you can say a little bit more about kind of the story and then how, did, how does that weave into your decision-making steps? Certainly will. The very first chapter, Carly, the 8th grade older sister, and Jimmy, the 7th grade younger brother, have their first decision. They have to decide whether they're going to be late for school or whether they're going to take matters in their own hand and try to determine this beastly animal, what they're going to do with it. So they call the animal warden, and they know they're going to have to speak to not only the parents but also to the school as to why they were late and... uh so it starts the journey of what should we do, and uh, mother is a mother Kim is a risk management professor. Get that, <laughs> Dad Pete's a middle school principal, and then we have a uh, an outlier uh, young uh, troublemaker by the name of Lonnie, which eventually by the end of the story he, he's uh, going to be befriended by Carly and Jimmy. So it's really a family story. Mom uses the whiteboard quite a bit, and they break down their decision. You know, do we, what do we do in the dog? Well, you know, if a dog is not going to be claimed by their their owner, uh, typically a very seriously injured dog, they're probably going to be put put down. And Carly and Jimmy obviously uh, didn't want that to happen, so they go and appeal to mom and dad, 
And so later as the story unfolds, mom and dad go through the steps of, okay, if we are going to have the dog taken care of by the vet, okay, what do we do with the dog once the dog heals? Do we keep the dog in the house? Chaos, and as you know, animals, dogs are not necessarily, uh, they're very passive learners, and we can read their, their feelings, but they can't speak back at us. So chaos becomes a very live being that helps them learn about not only getting life back to normal and caring for and repairing the injuries, but uh, now they have a decision. Do they keep it in the house or do they put it up for adoption? So they go through an evaluation period. And at the very end of the story, they have learned that there's financial consequences, there's family emotions, uh, there's also considerations of the dog herself. And uh, so they, they basically, with the help of Lonnie's mother, who's in a nonprofit fundraising expert, uh, they decide that the experience of saving life, keeping life, maybe we can promote through a small fundraising way in local communities teaching uh, other families that if you find an injured, wounded dog, don't always assume that because the owner's not present that it's not worth the effort and the time to rehabilitate them, but maybe we can find a worthy family that can adopt a dog. So, you know, this weekend we just passed was National Adopt-A-Dog Weekend. Mm. I had a book signing, and I think that's what they're trying to do. So they go through a lot of iterations and steps. Uh, There's some kind of... uh, flow charts, critical path. But I think what you see in the story is at a middle school, young teenager level, they experience with mom's help and dad's help, uh, both educators in the nature of education, leadership, and decision-making, because risk management is decision-making, how they develop critical thinking. And I think we need to get back to the fundamentals that we need to raise up critical thinkers and not thinkers that uh, rely upon technology, allowing technology to be their master. But, you know, think about it. You know, when as a young child today sat down and written a postcard, it's always text or it's always email. So our communications models are, I think, indicative of that we're really adding to our social woes. And in my 35 years as a broker, I've had quite a few experiences with social service agencies, and social service agencies are exploding because we have a lot of dysfunctional families. We're growing greater at the rate of dependency rather than independency, and you know, many of the inner city schools, unfortunately, the kids aren't even ready to go to schools because they bring with them all the stress. So, you know, you know, being ready to learn is so important, and so there's a lot of interwoven, integrated challenges that we have across the land. And I think my effort to distill down in a simple way through a novel and a parable, how do we make decisions, I had one of my son's classmates who was a very bright young man, and he's also a financial advisor. He's a fellow actuary. He's going to be at a 30 four-year-old being president of the Actuarial Society of Philadelphia, he said, Gary, uh, this book needs to be in every school. I thought that was, wow, you know, Mm. wouldn't that be a dream come true? Yeah. He said, 
you know, and that's from an actuary. You know, an actuary, as you know, are very, very quantitative people. But he's a bright young man. So I feel that the, the message is, is that if we really want to teach how to make decisions, it has to be a family. And all the iterations that go into decision-making, it all boils down to uh, time, character. You mentioned the word character, Kathy. Uh, I had my book launch up at West Point in the cadet library, and uh, the dean of West Point invited me back to the teach the cadets at West Point in a cadet lecture, tying my decision-making story to character development and mm. the the integrity and honor instruction that goes on because I remember back in 1970 in the summer, not only doing all my soldiering and basic training, we had many hours of instruction on the cadet honor system. And the honor system at West Point is uh, character-based. It's administered and run by the cadets themselves in the cadet chain of command, even though they do have tactical officers and commissioned officers that guide them. But it's, it's quite a an unbelievable experience to see the honor codes become operative at the service academies. And uh, so I'm honored that I'm going to be up there to to talk to these cadets because I think decision-making is also, you you know, we have the gift of free will, the leap of faith, you know, where logic and reason end. Sometimes we have to make a decision just based on faith. Uh, Empathy. You know, if you're going to be a great leader, emotional, Intelligence is always so closely aligned to empathy, getting in somebody else's shoes and sensing, you know, what's going on in their life. Because if you don't know what's going on in their life, no matter what you do, you're going to disconnect. Right. Well, I think there's so much here, so much to to, uh, offer uh, young people uh, and their parents and instructors and people who are leading millennials in organizations. I think it's way beyond developing character in teams. And um, I just think it's an amazing opportunity for a lot of folks. I'm blessed to uh, work with uh, a camp for young people this summer who are going to be going to uh, SEAL training. They're between the ages of 13 and 15. I'd love to have you join us in some significant way to share Taming Chaos. So uh, thank you, Gary. Thanks for being with us today. And thank you, Gary. Just the last word. Um, You know, for people who need to get a hold of you or the book, it's called Taming Chaos, and you had said WWMIA, and it's pro, P as in Paul. As in professional, yep, P-R-O, yep. And I think in decision-making, one of the things that you have there with your steps is what uh, Daniel Kahneman talks about, the difference of slow and fast thinking, and so your process helps people think slow and hopefully come up with some better decisions. Well, so thank, thank you, you very Gary. much, Rally Appreciate it so much. And this is Leadership Development News, uh, hoping that you will continue to tune in to tune up your performance. Thanks, folks. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. You. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? 